0: Welcome to The Floating Experiment. I'm your host, Kim Kogani, and this podcast is meant to be a moment of pause in your busy day. Get comfy, take a deep breath, and let's go to the show. Hello, friends. If you're new here, I'm so glad to have you join us. And if you're returning, I'm really excited that you decided to come back. Um, So I'm going through just a really interesting phase of life. Um, First off, this week, I decided to give up coffee and caffeine, which has just been quite a roller coaster. Um, I honestly can't even remember the last time that I went without coffee, like even when I was like bedridden and sick, like I would still make sure to have like my cup of coffee and it just became this ritual in my day and part of my identity. I don't know if it came from like watching Gilmore Girls or just because I became super dependent on caffeine, Um, but it really like being a coffee drinker was an important part of how I identified myself, which is kind of weird to not only say out loud, but to share with you. Um, But it's really true. Like, you know, I created the story of like, I'm not awake until I've had my cup of coffee, like I need coffee all the time. And You know, I love going to coffee shops, um, and I love good coffee. And it just became this huge part of my life. And now I'm taking a step back and letting it go and asking myself like, okay, why did I like this? Why was it such a huge part of my life? And why is it so difficult to let go of? Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is just with you know, the caffeine withdrawal, it has been quite challenging. The first few days were really rough. And it that was kind of a flag for me of like, Oh, my gosh, wow, like my body has just been really dependent on this substance. And the reason why I decided to stop was because it didn't feel like it was nourishing my body anymore. And I'm in a phase of life where I'm really listening closely to what my body wants and trying to really honor and respect what it desires. And I kind of just got this feeling that I needed to just like let go of caffeine and take a pause and just see, see what's going on and see what life without it would feel like. Um, And so here we are, I'm starting my mornings with herbal tea instead of coffee. And that in itself has actually brought up a lot of emotions um in my coffee drinking days i would always just kind of like in my head kind of mock tea people and i was just really not a tea drinker and i was like i can't imagine starting my morning with peppermint tea and now here we are and it's just funny how we so quickly create these labels for ourselves of like i am a coffee drinker i can't be a tea drinker when In reality, for me, it really is the ritual of waking up and taking that time to pause, have my warm beverage, and kind of slowly enter into the day. It had very little to do with the coffee, with the beverage itself. And I'm learning that mornings can be just as nice with a cup of hot tea, And it's been interesting to kind of like surprise myself and there have been moments where I'm like, who am I if I'm not like a coffee drinker and it feels kind of weird to think that but then also at the same time, I get to just be me and I get to change and surprise myself and like really drinking or not drinking coffee has very little weight to who I am as a person. It's just something that I used to do and now I'm not doing it. So that's kind of what's been going on most recently of just focusing on honoring my body's needs and going through this like caffeine detox. And I've been feeling just like this phase of life is honestly just like detoxing from kind of living in a really drastic hustle for so long and now that i've slowed down i'm i'm revisiting these spaces and kind of asking myself like why am i here what is the purpose like with my yoga practice i've noticed i was going to studios for a bit and then i've kind of pulled back and i've been called to just practice at home and i've been sitting with the question like why was it so important to me to go practice a yoga studio? Or like, why did I place the identifier on myself of like, oh, I'm a, I like to work out and be active in community. And that's the only way that I can find fulfillment in this. And that's just kind of I was like, that's the way that it is. And so now I'm kind of pushing back on that and saying like, okay, like, why? Why was that? important to me. And I've started to notice that I really needed, you know, the community, the community aspect of it is important to me. Um, I like, you know, being active with friends, I like going to classes, it's a fun way to socialize, it's something that I grew up with, I grew up dancing and playing volleyball, and it's just always been a part of my life. But there was a deeper reason why I felt this draw and why I couldn't feel the same fulfillment doing yoga at home or working out at home. And it was this need for or is this need for external validation of like, I need someone else to tell me that I did a good job in order for that workout to be complete, or I needed to, to be working out amongst others to show how hard I've been working at home. And that to me is just really interesting. And, you know, I'm trying to shift my goals a bit and my intentions a bit. And, you know, I used to rely on exercise a lot for just like coping with stress. I always say that um, I only like running when I'm on the verge of a mental breakdown. And that's the only time that I'm good at it. And it's kind of a joke, but also like kind of true. And, you know, I've been trying to just really renegotiate my relationship with movement. Um, I got really kind of sucked into going to boutique fitness classes and pushing myself and pushing my body to the point where I kind of just would feel numb. And I think that's how I dealt with stress and emotional turbulence. And so now in revisiting this space of movement, I'm trying to renegotiate what that looks like and why I move. And so now I'm not moving as a way to escape my reality or to cope with emotions or difficult times or stress. Like I'm really moving my body, first and foremost, for the joy of it. I love getting outside and going on a walk or going on a hike or you know, being out on my paddle board, I love doing yoga. And so first, it's for the joy of the activity. And then I think the second is to nourish my body, my body wants to move, you know, I don't want it to feel stiff, I want to take care of this physical body, it's the only one that I have. And so it's been hard when I show up to the to this space to remember that and I kind of will sometimes go back to the old way and you know I'll go um I'll lay out my mat and I'll do yoga and I'll kind of just move intuitively and then after I'll ask myself like did you even do anything is it worth it because I didn't have like a set plan or a class or a teacher telling me that I did a good job I was just moving and doing what my body naturally wants to do. And that is the new good enough. That's, you know, the accomplishment of I showed up to the space and I did what I set out to do and I enjoyed it. And that's, what's good enough. I'm not trying to achieve or accomplish or show off. It's, it's really just about nourishing myself. Um, And so that's just been kind of like a struggle. And I think the other area that I've been really struggling in is I've kind of shown up to the music space again. And I started taking voice lessons um, probably like six or seven months ago. And I grew up playing. I played piano for a bit and then I played the flute for... A very long time, like all throughout, like middle school, high school, college, it was a huge part of my life, and music was really this beautiful way that I could express myself. And when I decided to stop playing, it was partially because, you know, like I graduated college and I, I wasn't pursuing a career in music, so there was no real way for it to kind of fit into my life. And also, I just had kind of a really negative experience at the end of my. In college years and so I just put that part of myself away for a really long time and recently I've just been feeling that that desire to express myself in music and to show up to that space again and this time it's with singing singing is something that I really enjoy. You know, I'm not going to say that I'm the best at it, but it brings me fulfillment and joy, and I love it, and I want to get better. And so that's why I'm taking lessons. And I've noticed that it's been really hard for me to practice and to go through the exercises and to even just show up to the space. And today I had a really interesting conversation with my teacher, and she kind of reminded me, and we reset expectations of, like, okay, why are you showing up to this space? And first and foremost, it's, it's because I enjoy singing. I like singing, it brings me joy, I like learning, I want to get better at this skill. And, you know, the other part is that I really want to express myself musically. And so just acknowledging that of like, okay, I'm not trying to like, build myself up to perform at a sold out music hall. Like that's not where I'm going. It's really like I want to be able to fully express myself musically and improve this new instrument that I'm experimenting with and just spend time in a musical space. And once we reframed that, a lot of memories came up of like being in a practice space or being in a lesson and it being really disciplined and strict and really rigid. And there's just a lot of differences between being an instrumentalist and being a vocalist with being an instrumentalist. I knew like I could, you know, press a couple of buttons and, you know, blow through the instrument and i knew what note was going to come out. And i could practice a piece over and over and the goal was it for to for it to sound the same and to kind of perfect it. And now here i am and my instrument is me. My body's different every day, my voice is different every day, and every time that i sing a song, it sounds a little bit different and it's just a lot more fluid than I've been used to and I think that is really challenging for me of like, Okay, there's nothing to measure this with. It's really free form. There's no, like the goal is not perfection. And the goal can't even really be perfection, not that it should be that for anything. But with singing, just no two times are going to be the same because your instrument is always changing. The environment's always changing. You know, like my voice will sound different in the morning versus in the evening. Even when I'm doing this podcast, my voice will sound a little bit different depending on the day and how I'm feeling. And that's okay. And it's just been really, I've really noticed how in general, this theme of life for me is showing up to these spaces and re-navigating what that looks like even with work, um, you know, I'm not trying to hustle and work too much. And it's really important to find the balance. And I love what I do for work, but it's not my only thing. And what's actually more important for me is to take care of myself and make sure that I'm, you know, healthy and healing and focusing on, you know, clearing my mind. And it's just kind of work has become like a secondary or a tertiary thing. Whereas before, like, I would give up everything, I would cut off my arm to if it would have made my business better. And so the season of life is just kind of really, honestly, strange. It's it's a struggle, and it can be really frustrating. Um, And you know, I would just encourage you if you're in a confusing season of life to kind of just pause and ask yourself, like, why am I doing what I'm doing? What do I need right now to feel better? Is it a hug? Is it to call a friend? Is it just a moment to yourself or to recognize that maybe there's a younger version inside of yourself that's hurting or is confused? And how can you kind of tell that part that it's okay, and that it's okay to expand and to change and to try new things and even to show up to similar spaces in a different way. Um, You're never tied to just one identity. You know, right now, maybe I'm a peppermint tea drinker and I was a coffee drinker, but that's not to say that maybe next week I'll be a coffee drinker again. And that really has no bearing on who I am as a person and my worth. And so if you're struggling with maybe changing labels, like maybe you just changed a job or you're now a parent, whatever it is, I would just encourage you to To just take that moment of pause and allow yourself to to shift and change and to remind yourself that you are more than whatever label you're putting on yourself. Like you don't have to adhere to just one label and you're allowed to change and surprise yourself and surprise others. I think that's been another really interesting part of what I've been going through is like I'll share with people that I'm taking voice lessons, and they're always really surprised, like, really, like, you, you're singing, but I thought you like to play the flute, or I thought you like to do this. And, you know, it's okay to confuse people and to change and to grow and to expand. Like, that's what life is really about. Just do what you love. And, you know, it might be confusing at first, but you also might surprise yourself. Um So with that, I hope you have a really lovely week. And, you know, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would just encourage you to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps me keep this going. And it just reminds me that there's someone on the other side who's listening to my journey. And I'm just really so appreciative of the opportunity to be in this space and to share what I'm going through with you. So take care. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me, you can go to thefloatingexperiment.com and at thefloatingexperiment on Instagram. May you embrace a new way of being and invite that sensation of floating into your life. Until next time, take care.